Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Loretta McNary Show. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, oh, oh. like it would never arrive 
Um, but now it's here, <laughs> full steam. This <laughs> <laughs> is not just, you know, ease in and get us like acclimated. It just comes in. It's like in your face, here I am. But yes. you know what? I love exactly. the weather. I love that we have no control over it. Thank God for that because we would, you know, we're so selfish as people anyway, just naturally. So we would still right, be hot right. because whoever in turn is going to, you know, suit themselves. So that's wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. So what you been up to lately? How how do you – okay, let's say I'm a client, mm-hmm. and I'm not a talk show host. I own a bakery. Yeah, that's what I own. I own my own cake bakery. So okay. What would we first talk about once I walk through the door? Right. Well, normally when clients or potential clients come to me, they have – some have in mind, I can't say all, but some have in mind what they're looking for. And if it's a matter of they're looking for, it, it could be someone that's starting from, I'll say, from the very beginning. They haven't branded themselves. They haven't branded their their bakery. So we, we may have to start from the beginning and maybe look at factors that include branding. Because branding is the start. And if if you're looking for someone to uh, provide public relations or, or to provide the components of public relations, promoting what you have, what you offer, let's start with branding. That's the that's the number one. It's like brand. You create a brand to market a brand. That's a simple mm-hmm. formula. You create a brand to market a brand. So we, we identify what needs to be done. So if this bakery has not been out in the marketplace, no one knows about it, then maybe we look at where are the weaknesses. Why is it this bakery? Why, why does someone not know about the bakery? So that's what we look at first. And then, we, okay. then I would make the recommendations on how, we can make this bakery a household name and all the steps that build to making that bakery become a household name. So we start with branding. Okay. So we understand that part. And let's say I've been in business a few years already. However, I'm not like top in the market, not even locally you know, as a bakery. I'm really, really good. All my customers really, really love me, and my customers really, um, let's say, word of mouth, word of mouth. So how important or is it important for me to advertise? Even though I make a sustainable amount of money every month, but I'm really to the point where I want to brand and grow my brand. So should I look at, okay, first I know I should hire a public relations person, right? Right, right. So are are you all the same? Do you like take any kind of client, or or do you say, I I don't want, I don't really, I don't know. How do you choose your clients? I guess would be my first question. And what you take on someone who owns a bakery? Right. Um. Usually, clients, potential clients, come to me. I've been fortunate that that I've had clients that ex, that actually have come to me, and mm-hmm. there are times it, you know, it. When you look at a, a potential client, someone that comes to you and is interested in your work, I think it's really first. I've had conversations where I 
some individuals where they think they may need a PR person, they're not quite ready for it. They're not quite ready. So I'll take the time to say maybe these are the steps that you need. These are some of the steps that you'll need in order to prepare for that next step to have PR in your game. And so sometimes it's really identify if a person really needs PR at that moment. And also it I also help to identify do you have and this is a common question that I do ask, do you have a budget for PR? Or how much are you willing to spend for PR? So sometimes I find that I have to even educate some potential clients on budget, on you having money set aside to be prepared for someone to offer you PR services. So it's, it's basically identifying those factors and also really for a potential client to understand why they need PR. So, okay, you know, those are there. Mm-hmm. Maybe we should just start with why do businesses, why do people who are like me, I'm my brand, so I'm a person as opposed to a business, which I run a business, but I'm really the brand of the business. So right. why would, what is PR? I guess if we defined what PR is, that would probably kind of help people because I like how you said everybody doesn't need a PR. It depends on where you are and where you want to go, I suppose, but every business doesn't necessarily need it or want it, or does everybody right. at some point need PR? Exactly. Well, it's it's a combination of when you talk about public relations, you're talking about ways in which you you push a client's message and how you prepare to push that client's message to either garner sales, garner attention to a particular product. Um, it's, it's just those variables that say, okay, this client, I'm, this is who this client is, this is what this client brings to the table, this is what this client will offer you so that that person, that product, that service will stay in the minds of, of let's say, households, of, you know, customers, households. So, and you have to really understand that a lot of times when you talk about public relations and you talk about branding and you talk about marketing, branding and marketing component of public relations and the whole aspect of communications, the whole aspect of promotion, publicity. So you may have, let's say, you know, business owner who may just simply need marketing services. You know, and from that, I mean, they may not even have a, they may not even have created the brand necessary to get them from point A to point B. You know, it's sometimes you look at, you might have, you may not have a logo. You know, you may not have. Um, sometimes you need that logo, that piece to say, hey, this is this person, this is the person, this is what this person is going to bring to us, to our customers, to our homes, to our businesses. 
Um, so you may look at that as part of building that brand, or it could be your name. Is it you? You let's say book author. You have me as that brand, and you're branding that name. Okay. So it's I like that you clarified really, that because you're right. The, the things that you named that I and I know some people think I need a PR person because I need a logo. I need a PR person because I need to know where to set up or something like that. So it's, it's kind of confusing when people come. So for me, what a PR person does for me is when I hire a PR person, I want to get booked somewhere. I want to get a message out. I want right. to be on a TV show. I want to. I want my name on a radio show because I have a message. I have a book that I want to inspire people with. So that's kind of what I look at, but I do know because I've talked to other publishers that people do. They say, well, I need a logo or I need somebody who can help me, you know, with my website. But you're, you're like wasting money with a PR person because they're exactly. so dynamic. They can do so much more than just, that's almost like business startup kind of stuff. If you have a business, you should already have those things in place. Exactly. So when you contact the publishers, you should be ready to do what, Angela? You should be ready to get your message out and, and have the, what services do you provide? They may be easy for people to understand it that way. Tell them what services okay. you provide your clients. Okay, well, I'm going to start with this. For, for me, to get your message out there, you, you should have a logo created. And it may not, and, it, and depending on what you're looking for, it may not be necessary because you may just have a person, as I say, as an example, as a book author, you have your book, but you, the writer, you, the author, you are your brand and to understand that you are your brand. So you need to understand your brand. You need to um, have a website in place. You need to have, you know, at least built or have established some type of social media activity. And although I do help, there are components to, to some of the things that I do for my clients. Like I, I look at the whole social media campaign effort. I look at marketing communication you know, fit that in if it's needed, you know, all. And, of course, I guess the most favorite part of being a publicist is the whole press media relations campaign effort. So there, there are different components that a public relations person can bring to the table, but I guess it's more what is a top priority for that client. You may just have a client that just want you to do all press relations um, for them you know, booking interviews on TV, on radio, and, and you know, in print and so forth. Or you, you may have someone that's done a lot of that or may have done a lot of that in the past and may need to build up on it. And then the same thing goes with just really um, promoting more of the whole social media campaign efforts as, as well. Okay. okay. I like how you um, worded that. So let's say someone wants to become a public relations person, uh, expert. So should they start building those relationships like with the media now just before they need them or should – so how do you do – how did you build up your business? Did you go out and start just making relations, building relationships with the media or did you try to get your clients and then build those relationships through those clients? Oh, What's no. No, it was important for me to build relationships um, with the media. It's very important. Mm-hmm. It's very, 
Yes, because you you want to at least have you know some you want to have some components in place yourself. I mean, you should know social media and how to use it. You should know at least some aspects of marketing communications and how to use it because that all comes into play. And you should also know media. You should be familiar with media. You should at least have an idea of of the go-tos, you know, the reporters, the producers, um, the TV stations, the market. You, you, shouldn't, you should be familiar with all of that. At least that does help because some clients may fit well in one market versus another market. And I know you also do these amazing media kits for your clients. It's something I don't think all publicists do, but I know you do offer it because I've seen your work. And I'm like, she makes them look so awesome on paper. If they're half as good um, in person, then we can definitely work a show around it. And I just want to know how important is that for not only a client, but to, as a public relations person to be able to pull that off? Well, I am amazed at... I guess I'm very passionate about my work, and sometimes I get very caught up in that passion. And there have been so many, well, clients or potential clients that have come to me and have shared with me just unfortunately some of the horror stories of, of, of work that has not been done for them by a professional PR person. You know, for me to find out that a potential client has never had a press release written to, and especially depending on the caliber of that client, where you know there should have been multiple press releases done on this particular person. And also, then a press kit. Now, some press kits, again, depending on how well established a client is, there should be some history. And the press release, aside from the press release will tell a story, but the press kit will tell a story, and it should tell that story. And it does help the media to know if they're not quite familiar with their client, when they look at a press release, and, and most, most definitely when they really hone in on a press kit, that press kit tells a lot about that particular client. Why should they cover this client versus someone else who, who ha- does the same thing. What makes this client stand out? And that's what a press release, but, but more so in great detail, a press kit will, should do that. Okay. Would, would you take on a client who only wanted you to do press releases for them when they had something going on? Would you take on, like they had an event and they wanted a press release written and um, sent out to all the media that you have available would you do you do that kind of thing, or do you have to have more control over their image if you're going to be their PR person, or do you take it like a la carte kind of thing? Right. No, I I would like to have more control over a client's image. Okay. I would like okay. to see it from start. That I want. I would like to see my clients from working with them from start to finish. And and mind you, I have done you know, all our cart types of services, um, you know, that comes at times and, and I don't mind helping a client or, you know, or someone who just needs a press release done or maybe a press kit done. But for the most part, I like to work with clients from start to finish. Okay. Okay, great. So when you take on a client, what services 
what you say. I think this will be good for you, Loretta. Uh, let's say, you know, I was your client and I'm radio mm-hmm. or whatever. And I say, well, this is how much budget I have. <laughs> so can you, <laughs> you work with budgets or do you say, well, if I'm going to work with you, Loretta, we have to at least work together three months because you really don't see a difference in anything being done until three months. And this is how right. much it costs. But I say, okay, I only have this much. Can you work with me for a month? How does that part work? Because I, 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 people ask me that part all the time. What should I do, Loretta? I'm like, you need to talk. That's not my area. <laughs> right, my exactly. I can share my experiences, but mine are going to be totally different because I've done so much to build my own brand. So I'm a unique kind of client, so I can't advise people in that area, but they ask me that all the time. You know, ideally, um, you don't have to be with a client. I, I, I really like to work with clients in given six months to start out. Three months, I mean, three months to me is is a little it's unrealistic in the sense that you have to give yourself time to learn the client. So not only not only are you learning about what they offer, but you're learning about that client. And I'm very observant with my clients and sometimes you may have some that may need a lot more work than others. So three months is a little too short, although again it all depends on what you are looking for. But to me, three months, that's a little unrealistic. Okay. So, I mean, if I'm saying three, you're saying three months. I just know the people that are saying, you know, I got enough of one month. So should they not do anything or should, I mean, what do you say to them? No. Well, well, again, it all depends. If it's more, if if it's more on the side of you helping with, um, on the marketing piece or social media piece, but when it comes to if you wanting to add press, the whole press piece to it, one month is unrealistic because you okay. can approach, you know, media, and you might not be able to book your client until next month or the month after that. That's the reality. Okay. And I'm sure people can understand it when you say that because you're at the mercy of, you know, the media. They may be full and they may not need somebody uh, with whatever that client is doing or, you know, if they're a speaker. I mean, we're not talking about that this month because this is summer. People exactly. are talking about some safety, food, safety, travel, uh, all exactly. those things. So I just want people to understand that. So what are some of the other unique cause uh, one thing I do know about publicists too, and especially if you're a brand, you the person are the brand, um, when you travel, how important is it that that publicist travels with you? It, if you go into, is you know, for business. Exactly. It it is important that you're. It is important that sometimes it 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 can be a, a hard depending on the publicist schedule, depending on your client schedule. But for the most part, and especially for media, when you're doing media interviews, your publicist should be present. If, mm-hmm. if most, if not all, the time, okay. you know, because there are times. Yeah, carpets, I know that. Yeah. Yes. But what about if so you're looking for a speaking engagement? Should the publicist be there as well? Publicist should be okay. there as well. You know, and it, and it depends on the client. Um, if they've been out there speaking for a number of years, they know the routine. They're comfortable. They're comfortable with their audience. You know, then there are times that you may get a pass. But for the most part, it would be good if you're, if the publicist is on hand because you don't know who's in the audience, 
who's listening, who may be a potential um, client to your client. So it is important. Okay. Well, we have a couple of calls, and we have a few minutes left in the show. I'm going to see if they're just listening or if they actually have comments. And actually, they're both from the 901 area code, so I'm going to 502 first. Hi, caller. Welcome, Angela Loretta McNary Live Radio Show. Good morning. Good morning. Some very, very good information. Learning a lot about how and what you need to do to brand or to help a client grow the business. I'm really yeah. enjoying it. And okay. uh, I do have a question, though. Um, how long have you been in business, and how did you get started? How? Did, oh, that's a that's a very good question. Um, I've been in business for going on four years. And really, the first year was pretty bumpy, like the first year and a half. Um, But I actually come from a corporate background. So I've I've been in areas that I've touched as far as marketing communications for for large um, companies in in Baltimore, as well as market research, um, the whole um, public affairs, business management, um, I I do have a degree of knowledge in television news, not only the production part but the reporting part of it. Um, so there's a lot of components that I guess it took me well over 20 years that I come full circle with that okay. knowledge and that experience as well as, you know, just my education. So it's education plus a, a number of years of experience that, that really helped me to be able to do what I'm doing today. And what made you know that that was exactly what you should be doing? I, well, believe it or not, I had um, trained to become a TV news reporter. Um, I gave up on the opportunity when I was turned down at a station, um, Channel 9, in, um, in Washington, D.C., and at that time, it was WDVM, so I'm kind of dating myself. Um, I, I, the last time I went for an interview, I was up against one other person. And when I did not get it, I became discouraged. Um, I didn't listen to friends who told me to send out audition tapes to other stations in other cities and so forth. I just felt like if I couldn't make it in Baltimore and then to get that close to becoming a reporter in D.C., it really discouraged me. So I gave up and decided to go corporate. And I would have to say that the disciplines that I learned from the corporate side, doing marketing, doing market research, business management, learning, you know, strategic planning, all those disciplines really have been very helpful to me. And I thank the companies that I work for, um, you know, great companies in Maryland that helped Mm -hmm. me to to be where I am right now. Okay, great. Thank you so much. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you to Crystal Porter. Uh, I'm so glad oh, that she got a chance okay. to ask you some questions because that's going to be her next step. I mean, our time has just gone so fast. We have like a little less than a minute on the show. Um, Crystal, I'll put you guys in contact with each other so that you can talk. And um, okay. great questions, Crystal, great questions. Wish we had more time, but we don't. <laughs> <laughs> Angela, I'm just glad that you, like I said, you stepped in, and Angela is a wealth of knowledge, and everything she does is just 
top, top, top quality, so professional. And I'm telling you, her, her writing skills are mad. They are mad. Wow. <laughs> In a good way. She has really great writing skills to make her clients just be golden on paper. So I really recommend her for all of that. I definitely recommend, highly recommend her. All right, everybody. Angela, any last words before we close out the show? Um, I just, just want people to understand um, that just work at what you want. What you want, what's a top priority for you to get your message out there? you know, to, to your customers. And be prepared. Okay. Good. Know, know a little something of what you want prior to meeting with somebody because it'll kind of, you know, make things move a little faster, a little smoother. So you'll definitely have to come back, Angela, because I have other callers <laughs> that probably want to ask you oh, no. too. Yeah, that we can't get to callers. I'm so, so sorry, but I promise you she'll be back. She will definitely be back. I got her phone numbers and address and everything, so we'll hunt her down and back. <laughs> and as always, everybody, I hope and pray that you all were um, encouraged, inspired, educated, that you learned something new today by listening to the show. As always, think positive, always. Dream big dreams. Help someone along the way, and we will see you on the radio very soon. Bye-bye, everybody.